0: Hey, I'm Laura. And I'm Maggie. And you're listening to the Planetarian Life Podcast. Each week, we meet here to share our passion for plant-forward cooking, our concerns about climate change and the Earth, and discuss how together we can align our daily actions with our hopes for the future. Being a planetarian is fun, delicious, and soul-satisfying. And we're here to keep you inspired.
1: Yeah, we are.
0: Yeah, this week,
1: we're talking about... With the change of the seasons, autumn, fall, Halloween, and I don't know about you, but for me, as a planetarian, I always feel like there are certain points where I'm like, ah, who cares? You know? Uh, And one of those times is around holidays, and one of those times is around vacation, where I'm just like, ah, it's the holidays, uh, like, let's just get in the spirit. And I think these are the moments where in the past, and even to a certain degree now, I have or am tempted to just kind of push push to the side my environmental um, or sustainability concerns or my, my fears of climate change. And I just think, let's just throw ourselves into the holidays and have fun. Uh, so I just wanted to take some time to, reflect on the upcoming holiday, which is Halloween, um, which there's a lot of stuff around Halloween, a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Pumpkins, costumes, candies, decorations, and a whole lot of waste that goes on. Um, and as ever, I hope if you've been listening to the podcast or even following Planetarian Life at all, by now that you know, we are not advocates for you know boring holidays or you know yeah like that you're such a sacrifice and that you should just be kind of having you know bread and lentil soup and you know no decorations and no fun and no joy like we're not about that at all no
0: I mean the great thing about the planetarian philosophy is we've never wanted or demanded perfection right like you're allowed to Take the holidays and say, I'm doing what I'm doing, or I'm eating all the meat, or whatever. And also, as with all things, the more you know, the better you can do. And I think we always find that the more we are incorporating changes into our holidays, the way we travel, you know, all of these kind of different moments, the not everyday moments, the happier we are and the more festive things feel. Like it feels like a fun new, challenge and it's something to be like incredibly proud of over that period like last Christmas over the summer I feel like we each had so many times when we were like gosh it feels really good to do a holiday this way.
1: Yes it does it does and um, I think I want to start where my discomfort with Halloween started and this, this, this episode to me is really about Halloween, but it's also just about autumn and fall and the change of the season. Um, but for me, it started, I guess it was two years ago. Um, Nova, I sourced a Halloween costume for her. She was a bumblebee, and I got it from the local Goodwill. It was adorable. It cost me about $1.50. cents. Um And Dash wanted to be a scientist, his favorite scientist from this YouTube show called Science Max. And so I went online and I bought him like the lab coat. It was like a whole kit. I think it was from Melissa and Doug. It was a lab coat. And it came with beakers and vials and protective goggles and um a badge and... This little flip book of experiments, and I mean, look he was he was thrilled with it, and he looked adorable and then, on November first, I was like, "What on earth do I do with this lab coat and all this plastic stuff um and I just didn't feel great about it at all um so it really. This is even before Planetarian Life was launched or started. Mm -hmm. So even then I had this inkling that I need to do Halloween costumes a different way. And look, there is an argument for sure. It You know, once a year, have the fun, buy the costume, do the thing. But millions and millions and billions of textiles are discarded each year uh, into into landfills it's terrible for the environment uh and that's just it's a reality that once you know that you don't if you can avoid contributing to it you want to right
0: yeah and i think you know costumes there's nothing inherently wrong with costumes like i remember growing up we had a dress up bin and it was all of our old costumes and we used them for years like my brother was a knight mm. and i remember his plastic knight thing it was like a shield and a sword we played with it for years all three of us I was a clown mm. we had the clown costume for first of all I was a clown for like three or four years which is terrifying in retrospect
1: I remember that yes I remember those years
0: yeah <laughs> you remember me being a creepy little kid clown I do I do um and like there's nothing wrong with that like I, full transparency Audrey wants to be Catboy from PJ masks this year I bought her a brand new costume I couldn't yep. find one used and she has worn it five days already. We have to make rules about like how little she can wear. Like you can't wear it to school. You can't wear it to church. She wears it all the time. It's not just a one-off costume. So like, I don't have anything wrong with costumes, but also I've had years where, you know, I get them a costume and their dad gets them a costume and grandma sends a costume and then they have more costumes than they could ever wear. And they are things that they want to dress up as for Halloween. And then they don't want to use it again it's really meant for a, a one-off costume and it doesn't feel good it doesn't feel good to have no. that sitting in a closet not being used and it doesn't feel good to get rid of something that's been used one time
1: yeah yeah i i have i appreciate that i think i'd never thought about a costume bin before i mean my son has never been one to play dress ups um and maybe Maybe Nova would, and maybe we could start that with her, although those dresses that you gave me, I gifted to her daycare, and they absolutely adore them. So the costume, the costume idea is a good one, um, and I like that, but I, I kind of went a different direction um, last year after the mm-hmm. experience of the bumblebee scientist year, and I did it two ways. It was different with each kid. With Nova, I got involved in a Facebook uh, moms Harlem moms Facebook group costume swap. Somebody said, "I have a costume. Does anyone else have costumes they want to swap?" And the thread was like 300 comments long. People connecting. You know, I've got a five you know five T girls. I've got a four T boys. You know, T Rex. And people were just swapping costumes. I gave costumes away. This woman gifted me the Minnie Mouse Roadster racer costume. And I went to go pick it up from her and I said, this is, looks brand new. And she goes, you know how it goes. She wore it for 45 minutes and that was the end of it, you know? Yep. So I got that for her secondhand and then gifted it on to someone else. And with Dash, he wanted to be Sonic the Hedgehog. And I could not find a used uh, or secondhand Sonic the Hedgehog costume. So what I did in that instance, instead, I went online. I could have bought a Sonic the Hedgehog costume. But instead, what I did was I bought a pair of um, uh, blue sweatpants, Mm -hmm. that cobalt blue that Sonic the Hedgehog is, which I knew that Dash would wear a hundred times, which he did Mm -hmm. until there were holes in the knees. And I bought him a Sonic the Hedgehog sweatshirt. Uh, Not with Sonic the Hedgehog on it, but it actually had the like the hood with the mohawk and the, you know, all the patterns that Sonic has on his little furry body. And (laughs) he wore it. He wore it for um, all year. Uh, So it didn't just, it wasn't a single use costume. It was all things that he could and would wear again. And again, that's not always possible, but I tried to think, and I'm not, look, I'm not the crafty mom who's going to spend, you know, three weeks making a child's costume. And I, I'm not, I know people that are like that and I respect that. And my parents were like that. Um, and if you can do that, amazing. But for me, it's like, I've got to get creative with the secondhand, used, you know, upcycling, recycling angle. But I guess, I guess all we're saying is just to think not just about halloween the day or like getting your kid the costume but like what is the life of this beyond october 31st
0: and and is there a way to do it that's not like i'm gonna sew this myself but that's also not i'm going to buy the lab coat and the beakers and the accessories and the princess shoes and the wig and the you know all of the things like could you be a knight and only buy the sword and shield and just wear gray could you be a princess and not have the princess hair and the princess tiara and the gloves and the shoe? You know, like, can you do part of the costume? Could you do a costume in a way that's could you be a princess in a skirt that you can actually wear again? You know? Can you can you look like Elsa without buying the full Elsa getup? And yeah. I think you can. It just yeah. maybe takes a little bit more thought. And I'm not asking you to sew yourself an Elsa dress, but I no. think there's Nobody's a way to do it that. that's yeah, a lot less wasteful. And then I also think it's fun for kids to be able to wear like their Sonic costume sweatshirt throughout the year and their Elsa skirt to school every day. Yeah, which you can't do with a yeah. full costume.
1: Yeah, I again, it's just thinking through like, could I do this differently? Mm-hmm. Could I get this secondhand? Would so, would somebody be selling an Elsa costume on Facebook Marketplace? A hundred percent. The answer to that question is yes. Like Dash wants to be a pilot this year for Halloween. And I got to think that through. Like what's what's the, the l- lightest lift? Because again, I'm not trying to make this like a two-week project. What's the lightest lift but like with the lowest environmental impact solution to getting him a great costume for this year? Because, of course, I want my kids to feel great on Halloween, you know?
0: I I look back at, like, some of my kids' costumes, and, like, when I was a clown, I had a clown costume. But there's, like, this great picture of me and my brothers when we're in completely homemade costumes, not hand-sewn, but, like, I was a teacher. So my mom had me carry an apple, and I wore this, like, you know, blouse with a pattern that was buttoned all the way up, and a skirt, and she did my hair in a bun. And that made me a teacher. And my brother was I think I mean we did like the ghost with the you know the old sheet with the eyes cut out and then he was too afraid of himself so she had to cut the whole head out so then he just looked like a kid in a cape
1: (laughs) (laughs) he was too afraid of himself
0: but like I don't remember ever thinking that I was being slighted on costumes as a kid
1: well I think look look things have changed Things have changed since we were kids. Yes. When I, was ki- when I was a kid, there was maybe a Halloween store in town, like a pop-up Halloween store or a place where you could go and buy Halloween costumes, but there was not Amazon. There was not, you know, you. Could, I guess you could go to, what it was it, Kmart or something at the time. There was no Target back then or, you know, uh, maybe you could go to Walmart. But I, we just, you did what you had. I was a... I was an artist one year, so I had – my parents got me, like, a smock, and then they made – my dad made me, like, a palette, and they put, like, paints on all the – and I wore a little beret. One year, (laughs) my dad made me out of a refrigerator box. I wanted to be a box of popcorn, like, from the movies. And my dad spent, I honestly, like, a week in the evenings painting, popping popcorn, gluing on all the popcorn on top. I mean, it was just – so memorable but things were just different and I mean I think that just says a lot about the way things have gone in the last 30 years that it's just we just order stuff online it just shows up you know what do you want to be click 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 add to cart two days later it arrives and you wear it and then you throw it away or give it away or whatever it's like there just isn't that same intention or
0: no no Well, it's hard because it's so cheap. You can buy a costume for $10 and you're not going to spend three hours making a homemade box of popcorn.
1: I know. I know. But you have to remember not just the environmental cost, but like, again, I I don't want to make anyone feel bad, but like what child made your child's costume?
0: Yeah. But no, what I was going to say is like, you know, obviously times were different, you know, way back in the day when I was a kid, 30 years ago. But I remember like, going around the house with my parents trying to find the things that would make our costumes. Yes. And I remember that being really fun. Like, that was a really fun thing to do. Way more fun than going to Target and picking it out and being done. Like, trying to figure out how we could make things and put things together. And then, you know, supplement with things from the pop-up Halloween store. And that was, like, a really fun part of halloween and it made halloween longer yeah. it made halloween like a month remember you used to spend all of you had to pick your costume in the beginning of october because you'd have to spend all month like trying to put together what you needed instead of totally.
1: like
0: you just go and buy whatever character you want to be at the store at target yeah i think there's a lot
1: i know that although a lot of value there no- novalese daycare is doing their halloween party october 14th and i'm like Hang on a second. I'm supposed to have the whole of October to figure this out, <laughs> but I've got to get on an expedited track there.
0: I, I, I think well, if she wants also, to be that boy. I have a costume.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she does, but thanks for the offer. Um, <laughs> um, I think I think where this conversation about Halloween costumes has led to kind of do- dovetails nicely into kind of like my larger thoughts and feelings that I've had about, uh, autumn and the change in the season and just how much the world that we live in right now is geared towards like, how can we get people to buy more stuff? And Mm -hmm. literally, I mean, I wrote about this in the newsletter last week, but just like everywhere I go right now, it's like the giant mums, the hay bales, the corn stalks, the pumpkins, the decorations, the everything. And you just – to say nothing of like walking into Target or Marshalls or something like that where it's just, you know, the holidays have just thrown up all over the store and you're just – your kids want the stuff and you're like, I want the stuff. Like everything – it's like if you just can buy the things it'll be a better holiday if you can just purchase more things it'll be more festive cuz you and have to have that I've,
0: pinterest stoop right like your whole doorway yeah. has to look like a magazine now there's a lot the of pressure stoop. you want a pinterest stoop
1: i wanted the pinterest stoop i did and i and look it's only still september you know i i may pick up something but i guess Everything that I've been trying to do is just to be more mindful about how I'm moving through this season. Do I need this? Do I really need this? Is there an environmental impact to this? You know, who or what am I supporting? These are the questions I'm trying to ask myself. Um, and so I've held off. I've held off. I haven't purchased anything. Um But this morning, you know, I woke up, the kids woke up early and had a little extra time. And so Nova and I made pumpkin bread together. I had everything to make pumpkin bread, which is really good. It's on the website, Planetarium Pumpkin Bread. Check it out. And she was so happy. And And Dash, you know, he woke up later than her and he ran out and he was like so excited. He was looking in the oven, couldn't wait. They were just standing there waiting for them to come out. And it was just, that was a great feeling. And I was just like, let me hold on to that and remember that maybe buying the, you know, the cool, fun decorations from Target or from Lowe's or from the grocery, Trader Joe's or from the grocery, like whatever, are not like, maybe those things can make me happier. Maybe those things will make my fall feel more festive and maybe they won't. But I do know that, you know, you talking about going around the house and sourcing your Halloween costume with your parents from sort of found objects or making pumpkin, you know, taking 30 minutes. I don't even think it took us 20 minutes to do that pumpkin bread together. Um, it took longer because Nova was, quote, unquote, helping. Um, but <laughs> those are things that I think really do bring joy. And I'm not saying, look. There are things at Target that I really do think would bring me joy, but just do I do I really need them?
0: <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with um, decorations. Like I have fall decorations. I have a bin of them. I pull them out. I reuse them year after year. Sometimes I add more. I think the problem comes from, you know, you buy the, the leaves that go on the tablescape, and then you throw them away because you can just buy more next year because it's $1 or, you know, part of yeah. your holiday tradition is just going out and buying more things or every time you see some fall things, you're like, Oh, that's cute. And you just pick it up. But yeah, I think there's a more intentional way to say like, what, what is the life of this thing? Can I reuse it? Do I need more? Like, do I really need another mini pumpkin for my set? You know? Yeah. Can I, can I use what I have? Can I let what I have be enough? Can I have instead of shopping for fall decor being you know my tradition that makes me feel like I'm settling into the mood, can I make pumpkin bread instead? Can I do yeah. a fall craft or activity? You know, can we do something other than just consume my disposables? Yep. Yeah. Or just consume
1: period. You yeah. know? Consume, period. It's feel like we're just we're just really in the unfortunate position of just everywhere we go, we're being sold to these days. Mm-hmm. And I feel like one of the greatest stressors of my life is just bringing my kids anywhere and my kids wanting everything. Yep. But that's another episode for, for another <laughs> time. Um, so as we, as we move through the seasons, it's just a reminder of mindfulness which is really what planetarian life is all about. It's not a code of ethics or a set of rules to live by. It's just a move towards a more aware and awake way of moving through the world that considers not only the planet, but the people. Um, And I I would also say that if I do do purchase um, something for my home... I've noticed there's a few people, local folks in the Facebook group, you know, this one woman, you know, has these beautiful pumpkins and she can paint your names on them, you know, and that's, that's, you know, another woman makes signs, you know, little, she makes custom kind of like yard fun holiday yard signs. And I would sooner support them. At least I'm supporting someone local, supporting a local business, a family, Mm -hmm. than to pick up you know, decorations or signs or wreaths or whatever from big box stores, basically. That's another thing that I'm going to try and do because it is about people as well. It's not just about the planet. It's about people
0: too. And I think it can sound like it would take a lot more time. And it's not no effort to do the right thing. You know, there is a little more work to put in. But as with all the other things that we try to do in life, it becomes a habit and it becomes easy and it doesn't actually take more time. I mean, sure, it's going to yeah. take more time to find a secondhand costume than it is to go to Target or like, I don't know, Instacart a costume, Amazon a costume. But yeah, once you have a groove, like once you're in a Facebook group and you kind of know your sources, you know your people, you have a system, it's harder the first time. But it's rewarding yep. and it's easier every time after that. Cuz like Maggie and I are busy yep. moms. We don't have time to just like Yeah. be scouring the internet to do the right thing. Like we don't have time to be actually zero waste or any of the things that we would aspire to maybe be if we had all the time in the world. But like there is a way to do it truth. better without sacrificing all of your time and energy and driving yourself crazy.
1: Yep. I agree with that completely. And I would also be remiss if we didn't talk about what the hell to do with all your pumpkins and stuff after the holidays.
0: <laughs> I don't like this
1: one. People are b- buy pumpkins, you know, to carve, to make jack-o'-lanterns, super fun. We will definitely, definitely be doing that this year. Um, but what do you do with those pumpkins when you're done with them? And do you need eight pumpkins for your stoop or will two do,
0: you know? Um, Could you buy two to carve and have ceramic pumpkins that you can use every year or something more durable if your children are like mine.
1: I forget the statistic. I know you have your laptop there. Google it. It's like billions of pounds of pumpkins go into
0: landfills. I know all the statistics because I fact-checked you so hard on this because I didn't want it to be true. So tell the people (laughs) the truth. Tell the people the truth. The truth is Billions of pumpkins are sold every year in the fall, and a quarter of them end up in landfills. So, three quarters of them are, you know, eaten or composted, but a quarter of them end up in landfills, and that is 1.3 billion pounds of pumpkin. And if you've followed along Mm -hmm. with our stuff, you know how we feel about composting and the importance of composting because. Food, like pumpkins, in landfills does not break down the same way it would in a compost pile or in a backyard, for that matter. Chuck it in the woods. When it's in a landfill, it creates methane because the bacteria is different. You can listen to our composting episode if you want us to go more in depth. But it creates methane, which is a greenhouse gas, more potent than carbon dioxide.
1: 30 30 times more potent than CO2.
0: Think of how many pumpkins you're consuming, but also don't put your pumpkin in the trash. That's just, yep. that's the easiest thing you could. Let's do. Let's start there.
1: Just don't put your pumpkin in the trash. Even if you're not a regular composter, even if you don't have the time or the care to just compost all your food scraps or the ability to do that easily, Google your town's name plus composting, and I guarantee you that your your town, your city, your Almost everywhere will have a place where you can take your compost. Take your, compo- take your pumpkin there to be composted. If you don't have a place to th- put it in the woods or compost it on your own property.
0: You can compost them. Backyard, in the woods, in a real compost, in an industrial compost, in your town's compost. You can often donate it. There are places that will take them. There are also events I have found pumpkin smash events. So basically towns want to encourage people to compost, but no one wants to bother. So they have these events where basically you bring all of your pumpkins and everyone smashes their pumpkins for fun. And then the town composts the pumpkins. So if you want to make it more fun, look up. That's cute. Look up what's going on. Because, you know, there might be a more fun way to care about getting rid of your pumpkins in a responsible way.
1: Yep. Yep. But definitely, like, a pumpkin should not end up in a plastic bag in a landfill. Nope. If at all possible.
0: Bring them to my yard. We'll start a pumpkin patch in my woods.
1: Are you offering to host a pumpkin smash event, Laura?
0: I am. (laughs) I am.
1: my kids would love that. My kids would actually... (laughs) Okay, we're doing it. It's happening. (laughs) Great. We just made a plan on the phone. November 1st, we're having a pumpkin smash event at Laura's house. Perfect. Everyone is invited. And here's her address.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, DM (laughs) me if you want to (laughs) come. Anyway, I think
1: to me, that's mostly what I wanted to talk about on today's episode is just how, for me, during the holidays, particularly, I feel, even though i I've moved to this more planetarian mindset into this greener, more sustainable, more environmentally friendly way of moving through the world. There is still, there are still times and holidays are one of them where I just think, eh, whatever. Let's just live in the moment and enjoy it. And I've got kids and like, let's let, like let them have the things that they want to have. And, and I guess what I've learned is that I can kind of have my cake and eat it too. I can give my children all the experience and I can have all the joy of the season just by moving a little bit more mindfully through these weeks as opposed to just giving into my, into my longings for a beautiful porch or to give to just the ease of add to cart on the costume or whatever else. So I hope maybe this inspires you to do the same as well. I hate
0: that it sounds like we're saying you can't have a Catboy costume and you can't have a Pinterest porch, but, like, it's worth it. Because I think you can. You can have all the things. Like, maybe you don't get a brand new character costume every year. And maybe you don't have the exact Pinterest porch that you had planned. But I think you can still make it beautiful and use reusable things and consume oh, that's, less, i less.
1: That's specifically what I'm saying is... Yeah just the mindfulness just Mm -hmm. asking yourself a couple questions before you you buy you add to cart or you you know before you do something just ask the question that's all i'm not saying no again like going right back to the beginning of the episode this is not about having uh scaled back holidays or like taking things away or sacrificing for for the good of the planet and people no
0: no that'll come when we talk to you about giftless christmas
1: Oh yes, mark your calendars, people. It's mark coming. Your calendars <laughs> for
0: Maggie and Laura Scrooge Edition. <laughs> yes.
1: Whatever. We've had the best Christmases ever for the record.
0: And if you and if you make some changes, let us
1: know. Like I would love to hear if you're gonna make some changes this holiday season. Tell us. I wanna hear. Maggie at planetarianlife.com. Email me. DM
0: me anything. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you have a moment, we'd be so grateful if you'd rate the podcast and leave a review. Also, take a moment to connect with us on Instagram and Facebook at PlanetarianLife. Life. Head to PlanetarianLife.com for more recipes, inspiration, and to become a planetarian. See you next week.